All right. So after a week long hiatus, drunk marketing is back. We did also, it. Parker is back drinking some sparkling rosé. <laughs> she just chugged the glass. Ch- yeah, drinking is chugging is more like. Or on it. Jeopardy, as they said, <laughs> chug a lug, yeah. which is apparently the phrase. I don't know how you, how you feeling today, Parker. How's the rosé? Okay. The rosé is good. Yeah. So Parker is drinking a Welch's sparkling non-alcoholic rosé grape juice cocktail. <laughs> Caveat non-alcoholic. <laughs> yeah. So she's chug-a-lugged her rosé and... Hello. And she says hi. <laughs> yeah. She's on She's on it. Yeah. So we, we took a, a quick hiatus for a week and we apologize that we didn't uh, post anything to Facebook or any... Any social media, but we were down in Florida. We fully intended to post a picture and say we'll be back next week. We just didn't get around to it. It was a very busy vacation, but very fun. We went down to my parents' new place. It's right on the beach. Chelsea got to meet um, all of my relatives who live down there, which is basically my entire mom's side of my family. We walked the beach. We went out on the boat on Memorial Day. We went to downtown St. Pete. Um, and drank a pitcher full of drinks, uh, full of strawberry mint drinks. It was about, we asked the bartender how many people would serve and she, or how many drinks we would each get. And she said we would each get two. We each got four. Luckily we were there over a span of three hours, so we didn't die too bad. Yeah. The, yeah, the only thing that came out of the, the one thing we'll say about St. Pete. So we had a nice day. I don't want to, I won't get too far deep into what we did, but we had lunch with my friend Melissa, my old coworker, who we've talked about on the podcast before, mm-hmm. um, and she and her husband met us for lunch. So we had a couple drinks there and some tacos at this really cool Red Mesa Cafe. Was that what it was called? I don't Re- think it was cafe. It was Red a cantina. Mesa Cantina. Yeah, yeah. That makes more sense. Red Mesa Cantina. It was called. Um, so if you're in the St. Pete area, it was pretty good. Um, had some good drinks and caught up with them, and then we went to the Dolly Museum, which. It was also a cool experience, albeit a brief one. Yeah. Um, Very brief, so be prepared to uh, not spend a whole day there. Like, if that's your plan, make other plans around that. Like, be prepared to drop $50 for 20 minutes. Right. (laughs) No, it's good. I mean, I... You get to see, like, Dolly paintings, like, that's The persistence of memory is not there. No. So, that's kind of like... Where's that? Is that, I don't know where the hell... (laughs) Is it the luge? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know where the no. We were and I was like, we were at the Louvre. We were not. We were at the Met. No, we were at the Met. <laughs> uh, yeah, wherever persistence of memory is, maybe it's in Spain. Who knows? No, probably. Um, that makes more sense. Probably like Madrid. <laughs> yeah, but so that happened, and and it was a good. It was a cool little museum. So we spent the day there. Well, we spent forty minutes total there because we probably were in the gift shop too, and then. Um, yeah, so we ended up at this little avenue bar that Connor was discussing, drinking this pitcher drink, which they liked my my Instagram story, by the way. Oh, did they? Yeah. Nice. It was in my, like, unread, like... Oh, like they had requested, but they... Yeah, but I don't know why, because it's not like my profile's not public. I don't know. That was weird. But anyway, yeah, so they they liked our, our drink pitcher um, drink, and we took a cool picture with the drink, and it was going to be... The art, the not the cover art, but the kind of the social post the saying like, hey, yeah. we're on vacation this week, so catch you next week. But that didn't happen. So sorry about that, but we're back. No worries. Yeah. I was going to only other thing I wanted to say about St. Pete. Well, Florida in general was good, but St. Pete in particular. 
was hot. It was hot. Yeah. I'm... There's no breeze because we were on, compared to the ocean and at my grandma's, which is right on the intercoastal, it was hot, but there was a breeze and you I didn't feel too bad. No, and we were like in, in a boat the one day. And... Yeah. And then in downtown St. Pete, there was no breeze. It was 90 degrees and 100% humidity. Yeah. Later <laughs> that just night. Like, well, we're going to die now. I was telling like some coworkers a story about like you know yeah sure we'd been drinking all day probably didn't hydrate like enough we did have like some we did have water with our various drinks but it was just so hot but I, I looked down at my feet at one point and my toes looked like tater tots yeah tater tot toes they were <laughs> they were so swollen and <coughs> it was it was interesting and then later that evening Connor got to see his toes. Which were also double in size. Yep. So we had some big feet. Um, yeah. So in Saint Pete. Big, big feet in Saint Pete. I guess I know the name of this episode. God. <laughs> Has nothing to do with the context of what we're about to talk about. No, but it's you know how I like alliteration. Yeah, that's that was fun. that's a rhyme. That's not alliteration. I but... know it's a rhyme. <laughs> you know, I like a catchy title. Yeah. Big feet in St. Pete. Anyway, so that's not what we're talking about today. And I feel like we're both on this like struggle bus. You because you're exhausted from a really long day. Me from just living life this week not very well. Well, and... you know, it's the first week with the kids home for summer. So you're waking up early and going to work early and doing all that stuff. Today I had to meet my grandpa at Rentware at 630 in the morning. And then I was on a video shoot all day long. So I kind of just wanted to talk about the video shoot and what went into planning this and just give some tips and some funny anecdotes throughout the way, um, you know, for if you're planning one of these types of shoots. So the, the thing that made this shoot special, well, there are a couple of things. Um, one, it was there were three shoots in one day on three different locations mm-hmm. in the past uh, shoots I've done at Rentware with a professional with Andrew Anthony, who I've talked about from Down the Road Productions. It's been one location, and that's been rentware. So coordinating has been easy. We just pick a day, he shows up, we shoot it, no big deal. Kind of like a rough outline of like right. what your intentions are. Well, like yeah, we the have the, the storyboard and all that stuff, so we have that figured out. But as far as coordinating, just like as far as like where people are showing up and, and when, like easy peasy. But this one, we were doing three customer testimonial videos. So we had to start by talking to my grandpa about which customers um, would fit best here and you know we go back and forth we finally land on three customers and you know so i reach out to the one we go up and visit them and everything sounds gravy we reach out to the other one go up and visit them everyone everything sounds gravy and then this one this pizza shop um was unable to do it so with a couple weeks to go i had to that was like the first kind of snafu is like okay the pizza shop can't do it what do we do so we spent a day trying to figure out okay who do we who do we go with? So we ended up picking this new restaurant in Portage Lakes that Chelsea and I went to, what was it, a couple weeks ago? Yeah, it was a couple weeks ago. A couple ago. weeks ago on a Friday called The Ramp. It's brand new. Um, it's right on Portage Lakes. It's kind of got a like upscale casual vibe, I guess I would call it. I'd say that. Like they were definitely, I mean, Portage Lakes is just in its, by nature, we, I feel like we've been talking about Portage Lakes because last time we talked about going to Taipataya. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like a casual vibe in general. Like people spend the day on the boat. They class it up a little bit. Yeah, but like you could walk in in jeans. I oh don't yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no dress code or anything like that. But you get a little bit more of a fine dining experience. They're only seven months old, and when they were starting up, we really helped them a lot because they didn't know how many napkins they were going to need and all sorts of stuff. So we call Holly, the manager, and she immediately agreed. 
um, to help us out. And so we wanted to go scout out the ramp. My grandpa and I wanted to go over there and, and see what's going on, see what we were working with. And I'd been there a couple of times, but he hadn't. So I was trying to coordinate with Holly and we were going to go over there, but she got busy. And then I went to Florida and then I was worried because I hadn't heard from her for a couple weeks. So, you know, you got these two slots, you got the morning slots locked in at this one manufacturing place and another casting place. And then, you know, you're, you're like, I think we have this third location. Like, we have the camera crew booked and everything like that. Yeah. So, like, we're shooting something at this point. You know, like, everything's booked. A- Andrew's hired a video uh, cameraman um, this time. So, you know, like, it's the, the balls are, the wheels are in motion. So I finally get a text from Holly that's like, hey, I've been sick the last couple of days. But, yes, this all sounds great. Thanks for sending me the questions. Like, looking forward to seeing you Tuesday. And I'm like, okay, hallelujah. I think I texted Chelsea, called my dad, and called my grandpa, and was like, we're good to go. And this was like the end of last week. It was Thursday, like the day I had I had gotten back from Florida. So I'm like, okay, we're prepping for Tuesday. Everything's good. I got the questions written out. I'm coordinating with Andrew, giving him the places to go. And so yesterday, around 4.30 or so, I got an email from Scott, the head of marketing, over at um, over at the first location, and he he was like, yeah, so there's a change of plans. We have a government customer coming in, so we can't shoot anything on the shop floor. And which was just like, I messaged you immediately. Yeah. And, and he put everybody on the email. Roger Clay, Dan Clay, Chris Clay, uh, my dad. Like he, like every single Clay was on the email. And Roger marches up to my office and is like, well, what are we going to do now? And so I'm talking to him, and I'm like, well, he said we can still interview Tom and get a couple shots, and he has some footage, so we should be okay. He's like, well, what about Harbor Castings in the ramp? And I was like, what are you talking about? And finally, it came. he thought that email was from Andrew, saying that he could only do the first location. Oh, I got you. Yeah. And I was like, no, 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 this is from Scott from Ultratech. He's like, oh, okay, so we're just going to show up there? And I'm like, yeah, so... I'm like, that's fine, like, it, but that's not the email you want to get, 4.30 the day before you're supposed to show up to this place at 7.30 a.m. to load in to make this make this video, you know? I'm like, <laughs> after I finally cross my T's and dot my I's, like, the Thursday before, um, this guy sends me this email. I mean, has anything like that happened to you, like, with a, from a planning perspective in any event you've done or, like, in, like, your job or something like that? Um, I would say the one, like, the hardest... Like, the closest thing I can think of was um, the first year that I was, like, really on the planning committee for BASH. Mm-hmm. Um, it was at the MAPS Museum, and uh, but I had a wedding the same day, so I was personally not going to be, knew I wasn't going to be there. Yeah. And back in those days, the band was, like, a pretty big feature of the event. Um, oh, so congratulations like, on getting the casino for Bash, too. Like, it I, wasn't me. I mean, I think I just kind of, like... I know we haven't verbally talked about it, but I'm, I'm pumped. So. I know, I know. I yeah. saw your message. I, I assumed one of the, like, hell yeah, or excited yeah. type messages was... Yeah, I was trying to respond throughout the day. Anyway, that's a, that's a thing between Chelsea and I. So go on with yeah. Bash. You knew you weren't going to make it that day. Yeah, I knew I wasn't going to be there because I had a wedding to go to. I was, like, maybe going to try to swing by between the wedding and the reception, but... The band that we were working with had this manager, which was, I believe, like, one of the band members' moms. Like, it wasn't, like, a big, you know, it wasn't, like, some big fancy band. Yeah. But for some reason, like, we were having such a hard time working with this person. She was not being very, like, she wasn't being very responsive. And, like, you know, for me, it was, like, my first year really being in charge of, like, a specific thing. 
So, like, music was the thing I was in charge of that year. Mm-hmm. So, like, I had a contract sign. I had, like, meal. You know, this is what they're eating. This is, like, what time you need to set up. This is what time you need to be there. Um, but I could not get this woman to answer, like, phone calls, emails, texts, and, like, down to, like, the day before. And she's like, what are you, like, everything's fine. Like, we're going to be there. I don't know why you're. Why you're freaking out. Yeah. yeah, like, we signed a contract. And we said we were going to be there. Yeah. And, like, in her mind, like, she signed a contract, and that was enough, like, with the date on it. And that was enough, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, you know. But I, you know, like, being somebody who's playing an event that's like, okay, we need, you can only, like, we can only set up in this venue from this time to this time, so I yeah. need to set up the thing. And, like, we also have, like, you know, I think we were using their sound equipment or something maybe for the... The speech or something. The, yeah. Okay. So it's like, you know, we want to give you the schedule of events, know, like, let you know, like, you're going to be playing in this time block. And I don't know. It was just, like, it, that was very stressful. But I definitely have had, even in work event planning situations, like, not to keep talking about random things off topic, but when I used to plan sales meetings, um, this is actually a pretty big... This was, like, a really big one. Um, we, so it's, it does, the, the, the ending, the way it ends up is kind of funny. So we had a sales meeting in New Orleans post Katrina. So it was going to be a big deal because we were going to, we organized it with their parks department and the entire sales and marketing team, which was huge. It was 300 some people mm-hmm. were going to be at the, this park. We were going to be painting and building and like cleaning up like the park post Katrina, like getting yeah. everything back. Like there were like gardeners, like all these people scheduled around like this team of three hundred people, like volunteers coming. We had shirts made, like this whole like we had a theme, like the meeting theme was surrounding like this yeah, volunteerism yeah, yeah. thing. Yeah. And we got there and like immediately it just like thunderclaps and it started pouring down rain. Oh no. So we were like quickly in the thing making phone calls and we're like we're gonna go to this bowling alley that was like we kind of passed along the way like probably in the middle of the day but it was closed we ended up not being able to do that and then at the end of the day a bus took a group of people to a casino (laughs) in uh, the wherever we were in new orleans and then some people went back to the hotel and slept and it was a whole thing so yeah that was that yeah, was well, weather is weather is something that's going to get in the way of everything. It but it like. was just like that we went in, like we had like a press release. All it was going to be this whole yeah, thing, like that, that this team spent the day rebuilding New Orleans, and like right. it was this big PR. I mean, it wasn't just a PR opportunity. Obviously, it was like something for me as like somebody who kind of has that like yeah. giving back nature by heart. Was like really excited about like got to put my kind of personal stamp on the event, and then. Being like, all right, well, we're all here with our volunteer shirts on. Like, people had, like, you know, we were were all sectioned off with, like, the people who are painting are going here. The people who are gardening are going here. Like, the thing had started, and then that was it. So, that was probably, I'd say that was maybe one of the bigger, like, ugh moments in my life. So I, that was my ugh moment, especially with with Roger not realizing, thinking it was Andrew, and I was like, no, that's not the case. We're still good with the other two. So we get to all, to the the first location this morning, and um, Scott, the marketing guy, was very apologetic. He's like, I know that you like you know you had this planned for two months, and I'm so sorry. I talked to our president yesterday, and the government's coming in, and you know people, cameras make them nervous, and you know we know you're not Russian spies, but they don't type deal. Um, 
so you know there's that so he's like but listen we're gonna go up on the second floor you're gonna do the interview with tom you're gonna get some shots of the lobby and the 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 building i'll get some workers out front for you guys to shoot in their uniforms and i have footage of our machines and our guys working on the machines in their uniforms already that i can give you so i was like okay i think we can work with this yeah so we do the interview um and every like you know the guy answers the questions he's a little um less animated than i wanted him to be it was kind of just answer the question and then don't ex- like expand like expand on it at all but Scott, the marketing guy, was in there kind of coaching him up, and I think it made him a little bit nervous because he's from corporate, and this guy is just from this one branch. Wow. Um, so he was kind of, I think he was a little bit flustered because of that, but he told the story that I wanted him to tell, and we got the shots, um, and we ended up talking to the cameraman before the shoot started. My grandpa and I were talking to him. His name is Basil. And it's short for, like, Basilimo or something like that. He was Italian. Bellissimo? Bellissimo, yeah. He was super Italian. And I was, like, coming into it, I was like, Basil, that's a weird name. And then he was, like, a white guy. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm just super Italian. But he was just, like, a regular large white guy. Um, <laughs> and I was like, so you staying busy? And he's like, yeah, actually, last Wednesday, I was down in Columbus. It was the day before the golf tournament. And we were out at Scioto Country Club with Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas and all the Titleist golfers, and we shot a couple commercials. And I was like, holy crap, like, that's so cool. And so he was telling us about how they strapped this, like, giant camera with a gimbal to, like, this Polaris go-kart thing that can go Mm -hmm. 90 miles an hour. Holy smokes. And they were, like, had this, like, camera that was shooting, like, golf swings in a 1,000 frames per second, like, getting, like, crazy slow-mo of, like, these golf swings. And he was describing, like, the unit. He was, like, wearing, like, a camera suit. And all this crazy stuff. And so my grandpa and I were like immediately interested in this guy because he just shot like this like billion dollar Titleist commercial with Jordan Spieth and all sorts of uh, all sorts of cool golfers. So he was definitely legit, knew what, knew what he was doing. <laughs> um, and it was kind of nice to have to have Andrew not behind the camera and let him be a little bit more on the yeah. creative side because he does like he's got a good eye for things he's he is creative parker got to ride in a golf cart today she's very, oh nice Congrats, yeah, first parker. yeah first that's why she's buttoned up so tight right now wow yeah you are but i don't button all the <laughs> way up look at me oh <laughs> uh, but yeah no that's uh yeah that's cool parker golf carts are fun so anyway, that but he filmed that <laughs> golf commercial, and we were immediately just like, well, that's really awesome. So yeah. he was talking about kind of giving us tidbits the whole day and sending us pictures and stuff like that. We kind of like established this common ground. You like, yeah. you know, broke and you down knew that. There. And I was like, okay, well, this guy's legit. Like he knows what he's doing. Yeah, absolutely. And so he had this set of lights that he set up, and they're getting rid of gel lights, whatever those are. Mm-hmm. But they're getting rid of those, and they're these look like they look like fluorescent tubes. But basically, what they are is he had this light measurement tool, and he would just measure the light coming in from the window, and would give him a number and a color, and he would pick on his phone the color of the light and then the number, and it would just match the light coming in from the window. Was that the party light thing? And that then, you... but he could also do like party lights and rainbow lights, and he had eight of them, and he could set them in different groups. Oh, it was so cool! But the, he, but the party light much, is what? It was all the same light. Like the party light was just a setting. On yeah. His phone. Yeah. But that's, that's what I said in my snap story. Yeah. Um, but that was just for fun. But yeah, he no, could, he could do know. all this cool stuff with these lights. And I was and, just like wondering, I was trying to visualize the lights themselves. Yeah. So they looked like fluorescent bulbs. They're so cool. But he said how much they cost. It said for eight of them, they're $8,000 or almost $9,000. So I was like, man. And they're like, and Andrew's like, yeah, that's not even near as expensive as the gel lights are. So 
anyway, improvements in the camera lighting industry are awesome. So that went really well, and then we pop over to Harbor Castings, um, which is Chuck Lane, a good friend of my grandpa's and my family's, and he was awesome. We put all of their workers in shirts. Um, the ones that weren't in uniforms got uniforms for this shoot, and we got some really crazy shots. I mean, I can't wait to see this video. We got slow-mo of, like, grinding with, like, sparks flying and oh, stuff. Oh, cool. That was the second spot? Yeah, and then we had, like, this cast coming out of an oven and, like, three guys handling it in full, like, not only FR, but, like, just, like, this crazy, like, st- coverall stuff that we provide. They drop it in this, like, pit of sand, and then they dump this, like, molten hot uh, aluminum or whatever the metal is yeah. into the... <laughs> into this thing and we got a shot of that we got all so many like just cool machining shots over there and fire and like all sorts of fun stuff and chuck's interview was awesome all three interviews are awesome so i feel like my i don't want to bring up the name of that place but that video shoot you i know you were on and i'm not going to bring it up because i don't think it's uh, if, if it wasn't accurate then i don't want to misspeak but like i remember that like forging mm-hmm but I don't remember those people wearing FR uniforms. Like, I feel like that guy was just wearing shorts. Yeah, those at that place, they needed uniforms, and I don't know why they don't wear them. I don't know, like, OSHA has got to be... But yeah. this place, there was way more fire at this okay. casting place. Maybe, it's, maybe there's a level of, of fire. Yeah, there was fire <laughs> in Brimstone at this place. I mean, it was dirty. Like, these people were... It was dangerous. It was fire. So, and Chuck's interview was great. All three interviews were really great. I mean, the basically the story that Rentware tries to tell now is like, look... Our industry gets a bad rap because so many people have horrible service. Like, if you have an issue, there's no communication. Like, they, you don't know when they're going to show up and all this stuff. And our, our mission is to, like, let you focus on your business, you know, and give you peace of mind knowing that, like, we're doing our stuff in the background. And you don't have to worry about it. And all three people told that story in a really in unique ways, but also told that same story and that was exactly what i was trying to portray so the goal of the interviews um, worked out great and chuck from harbor castings did a really great job and then he had to drive to virginia at three o'clock so we were we were out of there but in the midst of that in the midst of that shoot uh shooting holly from the ramp texts me is like hey sorry this is a really bad day a bunch of people called off i'm actually back in the kitchen cooking so I, that's when I thought she was canceling. So I messaged you. I was like, she just canceled. I'm like, what the heck am I supposed to do? So I texted her. I was like, is there no way we can come? And she's like, you can come, but I don't know how good it's going to be. And I told her, like, because, you know, this is my second. I was on the second shoot at that point. I was like, look, Holly, I need you for 20 minutes sitting in a chair in front of some cameras answering some questions. The rest I will handle. Yeah. Like any sort of like B-roll footage. Or whatever, like it's. I'm like, it's a restaurant. Like, you don't need to take me around and tell me what's going on. Like, we can shoot this this restaurant like pretty easily. Yeah. So, <laughs> don't worry about it. I just need you for 20 minutes, and then she texts back. She's like, okay, actually, we're slowing down, so we should be good. Yeah, because you like kind of maybe hit her in like the lunch rush. She was feeling stressed. Well, like... she texted me before the lunch rush. She texted me at like 11:30 or so. And well, that's was... the beginning of the lunch rush. Yeah, I and mean... she was feeling stressed. She's back there cooking, and I get it. But I was like, do not. Like, back out on me now after everything that's happened. Like, and then it started to feel like at Harbor Castings it was going so smoothly and everything was everything was gravy. And Holly texted me that. I was like, don't do this to me. I was like, we have these camera guys. I was like, we're shooting. We're, yeah. we're coming there and shooting something. I can't go anywhere else at this hour. So she ended up being okay. We got there and we ate some lunch. And Holly sat down in the interview and she's like, well, I'm a little shy. And Andrew's like, I heard you weren't shy. 
which I don't know, he's just saying that, but she's like, well, I'm not shy, but I'm a little shy in front of cameras. And then she just, like, knocked the interview out of the park. Like, yeah. really nailed, like, talking about the ramp, really nailed talking about how Rentware helped her. And, I mean, I'm sure she spoke to Rentware because she used to work there, too, so... Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, uh, she's very knowledgeable of Rentware's <laughs> services, for sure. Um, but, yeah, she, she did a really great job and talked about, you know, just the level of attention that she gets that, you know, because when she's managing a restaurant, and right now they're in the midst of hiring a bunch of new people, the summer season's starting up, boats are showing up now. Well, it's cool because they, when we were there, us just personally having um, dinner that one night, Gus ate some peanut butter pretzels, it looks like he ate not a significant amount, but enough... Your belly hurts. Okay. Well, that's going to happen. No. Oh, you know. Gus ate... I bought peanut butter pretzels today on a whim. It's one of those things that I see... I'm sorry for the overpronunciation of whim, but I really wanted to say it. But I, it's one of those things, like, I walk past the grocery store a lot, and he ate 20 of them, he says, I believe. Is wow. What, did you count them? Did you count them? No. Just average. Yeah. You're pretty good at that. But I, I never buy them. Like, I see them at the grocery store all the time. And I'm like, nobody needs peanut butter pretzels. But on this day, peanut butter pretzels won the battle of should I buy you or should I not buy you? No, nope, sometimes that happens. Yeah, which with my, the, the feet was going to the grocery store hungry. Yeah, that's, yep, that'll do it. But I had to run and grab something. So sorry for that short uh, interruption, but not a big deal. Gus had a stomachache because he ate too many peanut butter pretzels. Yeah. So yeah, but the ramp shot shooting went really well. And what I liked about there is their their team was just kind of hanging out. Did you we get were... to do it the way you wanted to? I know you kind of like had that, like wanted to kind of have that, like Dinosaur Drive is in. I'll, I'll talk through. to Andrew about it in post. I mean, they got the, the shots that would work for it, like shot of the boat, shot of the water, shot of the boat on the ceiling, like shot of the fans type deal. Was anybody but... eating in the boat? There's like a boat no. in the middle of the I mean, the we were shooting at like 3.30 to 4.30, yeah. so there was nobody really there. That but... was, yeah, that's like one of the, that place is cool, and if you have a boat, or I don't know, can you rent a boat? I don't know. On Portage Lakes, you, yeah, can, you can, they added this like dock feature where you can go and dock at the yeah, restaurant, bring your, they'll, they'll bring your, your food, food down. down. Yeah, so it was cool, and a thing I liked about that place is we had, the employees were just kind of standing around waiting for the dinner rush. So we had that bartender, the one with the big hair that yeah. served us last time. I liked her. We did, we had her do like, she put like salt on the bar and she used one of our towels to like, she did a wipe down of the bar and we got like a tight shot of that. Oh, nice. And then we had like some tight shots. We did both regular um, speed and slow motion of her um, putting silverware and napkins and rolling them up. Um, so we were able to kind of use the the team members over there for, to you know, us to help us out in the shots, which was kind of nice. Um, cause they were just like down to be like, yeah, like, yeah, let's do this. And they were kind of like having fun with it. Um, cause they're restaurant workers and not like industrial workers. So yeah, that was kind of fun. I mean, they're kind of like, as you're, as a bartender, you kind of like a performer. And yeah. You're, uh, you're a showman or showwoman or show person. <laughs> or a therapist in some cases, depending on where you work. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Bartenders do a lot. Yeah, definitely. So, um, that was a lot of fun. And then we wrapped, we got a nice wide shot of the. Of the ramp, and we wrapped, and <laughs> we were going home. It would have been really cool if you could have gotten in a boat. And, and roll and, up to it. No, and, like, on the way out, like... Oh, yeah, just going pull away. away. From it. I, could yeah. have done that with a, I could have done that shot with a drone. But, um, wow. anyway, I... 
<laughs> talk to my grandpa afterwards, and I know he's impatient and wants to get things done. And it, he's like, it, "So that's gonna be ready next it week." It does. No, it's not that. <laughs> it does, but it takes them a long time to set up and tear down. Oh. And when they're playing with their cameras and like making sure they're getting the light just right and the angles just right, which is what we're paying them yeah. the big bucks and for. And Andrew's like, that's something I kind of like about him. He's... He is meticulous as hell, and so yeah. is this other guy. And like, like to the point of like using the big flags to cover up window light and replacing it with this light here and like just moving yeah. things inches to inches. You sit here. Let's see what's going on. And I see my grandpa sitting in the corner, just like looking at his phone, but like shaking his head. And I'm like, he's like, well, really seems like it takes longer than it needs to, but those guys are meticulous and I'd rather it, uh, rather it, <laughs> it be like- that. And I told him, I was like, listen. We're paying them, like, if you wanted me to do this, I could come in, put a camera on a tripod, and say, hey, Holly, talk at the camera, and then it's going to look like shit, and nobody's going to care, or we pay this little extra money, and we get movie quality right. for this, and, like, the guy did a Titleist commercial last week. Like, right. We're and good. your grandpa, like, appreciates quality things. Like, right. Yeah, exactly. So, like, a quality work. And he under- that's how he understands, but he just... But from, he's never going to, like, stand around and, like, the, wait yeah, for it to not, happen. Yeah, exactly. He's not the guy. He's not the stand around and wait for it to happen guy. Which I'm, you know, I'm impatient, too, Chelsea. Yeah. But I understand. And also, I'm involved with the setup. They're like, okay, yeah. come check this. Sit here yeah. and help And you've us done out, it before, so. too. So you kind of knew, so I knew what to yeah. expect. <laughs> like, at least you weren't, like, carrying around equipment this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I knew a little how, bit of... How far you've come. Exactly. <laughs> But yeah, no, I it went really well, and I'm really excited to see. We're going to get the first edit of one of the videos um, three weeks from now. So okay. then we'll look at it and say, yes, this but sounds But you kind of knew that. Like, you knew that like you were going to space them out, and you're not going to oh, like, yeah. release them all at once either. No, no, so. no. I like, I like the idea of spacing them out, because then it gets gives people internally something to get a little bit excited about as like time progresses, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, that'll be, that'll be fun. And sound cabling. Andrew just emailed me something. Um, so anyway, I'll check that out for this. But yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the first edit. It was a fun day of shooting. But like I said, this was... And you know that it was stressing me out before I had like that, that Holly confirmed. And then yeah. I get that email. And like so, you know, a, a couple pieces of advice if you're going to plan a shoot like this where there's multiple locations. Um, first things first is plan in advance and stay on people. Like if when they... When you talk to people and they're like, yeah, sure, we'll do it. I would say go tour their facilities um, with them, have lunch with them, and kind of chat through what it's going to be like. Give them a little prep so they don't feel like they're in the dark. Potentially even like give them like... And then keep reminding them like, hey, you know, this is happening. Here are the questions. Is there anything I can help you with? You know, that type of deal. Just keep them them in the loop as much as you can. Yeah. Um, and, And plan, 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 but then always have backups. So when the pizza place dropped out, we had like a list of, of backups. So we're like, okay, who do we call? And we just kind of had to pick from that list. So that was helpful. Day of shooting, just kind of roll with the punches. Um, you'll get it done. It might not be what you envisioned at the start of the day. The schedule might change a little bit, but you can do it. And most people, if you make it to that day, um, are going to be okay, and you'll be you'll be able to make it through. Only in very rare occasions, I think, will something go completely haywire, which I thought it might have today, but it didn't, mm. and everything everything came out okay. So be ready to roll with the punches as the shoot comes. Hopefully, yours goes a little smoother um, than mine, based on the emails and texts that I got in the day. And if you're doing before and the, the day of, yeah. but so I'll say one of the things I learned in um, when I worked at TKG and I was working with Joe. 
um, who was the videographer at their office. Yeah. Um, but he would put together these shot schedules. Mm-hmm. So say he's going to a certain client location, um, and there's like three interviews with three different people. Mm-hmm. Like he had kind of an outline of the timeline of like, yeah, and uh, Andrew had that show too. up at this time. Yeah. Like loaded. to get ready. Yeah. Like. So the person who's interviewing, like, they know that they're going to be in this spot. Like, it, it had the location. So, mm-hmm. you know, if it's not something that you're familiar with, um, you know, I'm sure you could find something online. Of yeah, some just kind make, of shoot make, a rough, or... make a plan, which I, I forgot to mention that. But, you know, we had a schedule of, like, okay, we're showing up here. We're loading in now. We're going to do yeah. the interview the, this in this room and, like, you know, had all but that But that's stuff. going to help you. And it's also going to, you know, you can provide that to your, your customer, whoever you're visiting in advance too so it gives you another touch point with them just to, again like just keep reminded yeah, yeah it's like hey by the way like just a reminder we're gonna be here there next week like here's the schedule for everything you can also like send media release forms so if we're gonna be interviewing people on camera who maybe need to sign media release forms that you're able to use their photos or you know photos of their plant or their facility or their people need to sign media releases whatever um, whatever it is. So that's again, another touch point for you to say, Hey, just want to make sure that you don't need any of those, any media releases signed. If you do, here's a copy of one you can give and we can keep those on file. Yep. Um, just, you know, like you said, staying in front of people is so important. So the more things, you, the, yeah, more reasons more, you yeah, find, the more reasons you can find, the more reasons you can find. Cause if you're just, just say, sending messages like, Hey, just want to make sure we're, we're still in this, you know, yeah. kind of thinking back to my previous, right, your, like, your experience with the band. Yeah. yeah. So if it was like, Hey, like so find those, find legitimate reasons to reach out to them, but you know, make it so that you're reaching out to them enough that they're like on, this is on my calendar and it's happening. Yeah. It's priority number one for me on this day at this time. So, yeah, I have. So I guess, you know, in your list of things, one of the things I kind of wanted to say, which I feel like I sent this to you in maybe not the best time, because I know that you were stressed when I sent the message to you of like reading this book right now. I have it and I found the quote. I want to read it. Yeah, yeah. Because I feel like it really pertains, not even just to video shoots. So I'm reading this book, and I think we've talked about it before, and I know I'm a lot further today. I'm a lot further than I have been. Yeah, when did you read it recently? Oh, well, the kids are on summer vacation, as we've discussed, and they have to read. Um, They're doing the summer reading program, so they have to read for 30 minutes, and if it goes longer, then obviously, like, I don't stop them from reading, but at least 30 minutes a day. Yeah. so I've been reading with them. Okay. And it's amazing when I set my timer for th- just for 30 minutes how much I can actually... Excuse me. Whoa. This cupcake shit, whatever it is. Rosé. Not the Welch's sparkling rosé, but the rosé that we're actually <laughs> the drinking. The real rosé. Yeah, so I, I have been reading this book because the kids are reading. So what's the book called? Who's it by? The book is called No Hard Feelings, The Secret Power of Embracing Emotions at Work, which I'm loving because I'm all about emotions in my life and working. Um, it's by Liz Fosseline and Molly West Duffy. You can follow them on Instagram, Liz and Molly. It's at Liz and Molly. Um, they, they post little pictures, cartoons. You bought the book originally. Gave it to you immediately. Gave it to me immediately because you knew that <laughs> it made sense for me. I went to their, well, you told me about it. I went to their Instagram and actually made me cry. So that's why I needed to read this book. But yeah. yeah there's All a lot right, of good so things what's, about what's it. What's the quote? So it's a well, sorry, I had to turn my flashlight on because the Parker unplugged, <laughs> Parker unplugged the lamp so she could charge her phone. So I'm just here reading by flashlight. So it's a little bit of a, like 
it's a little bit of a longer quote, but I'm going to read the whole thing because I, I don't sure. want to paraphrase. So it says, a few weeks ahead of a 200-person event I was organizing, I felt overwhelmed. One of the attendees was a career coach. Noticing I sounded stressed on a call, she asked me, when will you know that you have done enough? The answer seemed obvious. When I feel that the event has gone well. She laughed. How much of the event do you think you control? I bet it's less than 30%. What if a speaker gets sick or the, cre or the caterer doesn't show up or it rains heavily during the planned patio lunch? Enough has to be a metric that is within your control. For example, by the end of the week, I'll have sent the program designs to the printer. Enough can't be when I feel good because feeling good is a moving target. Target. Oh, thanks, Parker. Parker finished that last uh, word for me. Good job. She can read, obviously. She's been... I can read. <laughs> you did it. But yeah, it's like when I read that, like that immediately to me, it was kind of like, like something that I struggle with as well. Um, just in, in my just in setting work and life. Goals yeah. and realistic so like, expectations. What is enough? Like, is like, uh, it maybe it really kind of like harkened to my trade show days of like, there are, there's always going to be things that are yeah, out of your control. And so when you sent me that message about Holly possibly cance canceling, and I was like, well, that's not in your control. There's nothing you can do. Right. I know. I wasn't, so I wasn't going to be hard on myself about that, but I was definitely going to be mad yeah. at her <laughs> if that happened. But it didn't, and everything went really great. So. Yeah. But even then, it's not, you know, there are things that were out of her control. Right, and, I know. And there's, you know, there's a lot of, there needed, are a lot of moving parts. I needed somewhere to channel my rage. Yeah. But in a video shoot, there are a lot of moving parts, and there are a lot of people involved. Yeah. So. Especially, like I said, that this was all moving parts, and it was totally different from anything I'd ever had to plan for because only thing I've ever had to plan for is shoots at our office. The interviews were with leadership and like members of the rentware team that I could say, Hey, here are the questions you're going to be asked. Prepare for this. If you want, I'll sit with you and we can talk about it. And some did, some didn't. Yeah. And, and this, and I'm like, I can't sit with you and talk about it, but here are the questions. Um, we're going to show up. Hope you're there. Hope you're ready. Right. And it worked in all three. I would say that all three places was a success. Would have liked to get some shots of the on the floor at the first location, but since they have the footage already, we'll see what we can do and, and work it all in. Yeah. So. I mean, I've seen Andrew work some pretty pretty big miracles. Yeah. It's going to be good, and he holds himself to such a high standard that even when he thinks maybe the first location's interview isn't as good as the second two, like, I'll get it back and be like, yeah, this came out great. Yeah. So, and he'll be like, well, it's not as good, but I'm like, yeah, but it's, it's really good. <laughs> yeah, that actually reminds me. Of the shoot we did when I worked at the Carter Group, um, at there's a local sporting goods store that we were filming at, and the guy they had chosen is that what the was? Did you take the guy who threatened to kill the goose to that shoot? Yeah, I took the guy that threatened to kill the yes, that guy. That okay. guy was on that shoot. Okay. Um, <laughs> but we had a really we had a really great script for him, and he was supposed to be talking about like. Who, the, uh, the person uh, who worked worker? there. Yeah. yeah. Well, I wasn't trying to say the name of their business, but well, I guess it doesn't matter. Kames? Yeah, everyone knows Kames. Well, Outdoor you know. sporting goods. Yeah, Kames. So we were Kames. Well, I didn't want to, like, trash the guys, what I was trying not to do. Oh, well, we don't say, you don't have to say his name. <laughs> well, I don't remember his name. But there was a guy that worked in the this department, and his job was to, like, speak to the, the products. And we had just done this awesome shoot um, there's a guy, and like as much as it hurts my heart, there's a guy that works at their their gun counter, who's awesome. Like he's very knowledgeable. Awesome for guns. Yeah, 
like he is very knowledgeable like he will tell you exactly what you want to know he's great on camera like he speaks eloquently like he speaks intelligently so we had filmed him first which obviously high bar yeah he set the bar high so we were like man this guy was like perfect like one take there was never a second take with this guy. He didn't have a script. Like, he had the questions and, the th- like, the certain talking points that we wanted him to cover. So we did him talking about, like, you know, whatever features or, like, you know, things that you can do at the gun counter there, trading mm-hmm. in used guns or, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, all, the, all, all the good stuff. All the things that they do. Like, but he was so good. And then we went into this other department and we got this other guy. And we did the same take. It must have been, like, 25 times. Did he keep saying some weird word like youths or something? Yeah, he did. He kept talking. He kept saying like there's a couple definite weird things that he kept saying. Um, and we kept having to like we would correct him, and then he would correct the one thing, and then he would like say the next word wrong, and it was like just over and over and over again. Wolf. Um, so our talent talent um, <laughs> did well. Um, the first guy, like I said, was just a little less talkative than the next two. Um, and he didn't say rentware enough, but we'll figure that out. Um, <laughs> the other ones... <laughs> this be like, Steve, customer who loves rentware. <laughs> right, I know. He, like, talked about it, but he never... He, he, like, mentioned the brand name, like, once or twice. And, like, we really needed you to say rentware more. So we told the next two people, like, you need to say rentware in some of these responses. So, and they were good. Um, so that's, you know, a learn on the job type deal. Okay, let's, let's make sure we let these people know. So our talent, um, ended up doing very well. It was all one take, um, for the most part, but obviously when you're filming like that, it's not live so they can pause and repeat or or do whatever. Um, and Holly actually did a really good job during the interview. And then Andrew and I were just kind of talking to her about, she's like, is there anything else you want to say or and, and about this, about that? And she ended up saying something perfect after she, after we were just kind of chatting. And then I just, like, she was talking to Andrew and I, like, naturally, like, she wasn't even acting like she was on camera. And I was like, and we got it. Like, that's it. Perfect. <laughs> and so, you know, that type of situation. But they were still rolling. Yeah, exactly. So we just keep the camera rolling. So those type of situations happen. And, you know, the movie magic will happen now. And I think Andrew just emailed me, and I, I think he's excited about it too. I like I like working with with him because he kind of gets excited about filming floor mats and stuff like that. And I told Basil, the the cameraman um, who's working today, he, Andrew was kind of giving him some tips on how to shoot floor mats because we did that floor mat video yeah. last winter. And I said to him, I was like, "Look, Andrew, Andrew's a certified floor mat uh, videography <laughs> professional." So he's like, "Oh, after today, Basil's like, after today, I'm definitely adding that to my LinkedIn." <laughs> <laughs> You're like, "I'll endorse you." Yeah, I was like, "Because it's funny, you know, when you shoot us, like the clothes and the process of what these people are doing, or they're used to shooting that stuff, like just shooting the floor." I'm like, "Listen, like we're shooting the floor here." <laughs> So anyway, did you um, end up getting the at the ramp? Did you end up getting the logo mats? We didn't shoot the logo mats, but they're gonna put them back on service. Andrew wants us to wash it tomorrow, and him to go shoot it at oh. some point this week. Just like pop in with a camera and just yeah, do one of those, which I appreciate because that's out of budget. That's him using his time to go another day. So we'll see. I'm going to talk to my dad tomorrow and see if we can get someone over there to pick it up and just throw it in the washer. Because I tried to shake it out and it just looked like crap. And they didn't have a vacuum for some reason. So (laughs) Um, they have a janitorial company come in every morning, though. Oh, yeah. So, But I don't think they're sweeping those mats. I don't know. So anyway, um, it went really, really well. And there were a lot of 
quirks that were thrown in. But it was kind of funny as I was driving home, I was like, that's it. Like I prepped for since January for this since December, really, when I convinced my grandpa that we needed to do it and then started prepping um, January, like getting a short list of customers. And then when Roger, like reaching out to Andrew and getting the quote and then talking to Roger about who the customer should be. And then after a day that felt long, but also short, I was driving home and on my way over here to record this podcast. And I was like, all right, that's it. It's out of my hands now. Andrew's going to make the edits and I know they're going to be well, great. you can think and... about like where you're going to put them on the website, how you're going to share them on social. Oh, yeah, like, I know. But just the, the prep for that shoot day was way more than I've ever had to do oh, yeah. for any other shoot or any really other project. Although now we have these tours coming up next week that I'm immediately going to turn my attention to tomorrow. So, <laughs> well, you know, that's good though. Yeah, it's, it's keeping me busy. So maybe next week we'll talk about uh, company tours. Or something like that, because that's uh, that's going to be on my mind. Yeah, there's a new SEO periodic table that came out oh, today. Did there. Yeah, nice. the 2019. Is, is it Search Engine? Who does that? Is it? I don't know. Search Engine World. I don't. Know. Uh, I can World. look it up. It's going to take me. It's not Roundtable. SEO Roundtable. It's it's Search Marketing Search Land. Search Engine Land. Yeah, I think it's Search Engine Land or something. They do the periodic table. Okay. But yeah, the new. Um, oh, Google's being looked at for antitrust too right now so the justice department opened an inquiry so we'll see um tech tech and marketing and all these big technology and social media people are being looked at a lot closer by the government right now with like elizabeth warren and donald trump being on the same page about breaking these companies up um we might start to see some movement so Search engine land. land. Yeah, which makes me a little nervous that breaking these companies up because I use these companies to my advantage to gain customers. And I can see from the consumer side the issue, but I don't want to make my job more complicated. So, well, yeah. I mean, I. Oh, and Google updated their search algorithm. Yeah, the search algorithm. (laughs) Well, although there's been a whole, there's been a lot going on with like. Google, I don't even want to, like, that's a whole separate episode. Of I know, I was just, we started doing a roundup, and I was just kind of yeah. rolling with it. Yeah, there's been, there are some outages, there's some oh, God, search yeah, console outages. data that's missing, there's... Snapchat and Gmail went down, because the Google servers went down. Yeah, there's just been, there's it's been a shitstorm. I mean, hosting AWS, Amazon Web Servers, where it's at for now, so... Yeah, although there's been times that Amazon Web Servers have gone down, too, and yeah. we've had customers... Back when we worked at TKG, I remember that we had several customers um, affected by that. So Ugh. it happens. Put it in the cloud. Ugh. Well, that AWS <laughs> is the cloud. <laughs> I know. Um, <laughs> well, you know. So on that note, even on a cloudy day, it still rains. Yep. On that note, <laughs> video shoots are hard, but they're even harder if you have to coordinate multiple people, multiple companies, and multiple locations. So plan ahead. And call me if you need advice or you just need to cry. And don't freak out because it's not all in your control. Exactly. Uh, so right. this is Drunk Marketing. I'm, I'm Connor. Oh, no, I'm You're Connor. not Connor. I'm Connor. <laughs> Chelsea. I'm Parker. Cheers. Cheers.